there have been some very risky who's back back again shady's back no jess is back and yes please tell all of your friends and i know you guys are like wait jess you've been talking to us this whole time here's the thing i feel like i haven't though because a lot of the episodes lately have been from the la interviews i did at the beginning of may yeah god bless it literally has taken me that long to figure out how to edit videos and do everything and get everything posted i had so many hiccups it's okay. You win some, you lose some, you'll learn some. And your girl did a lot of learning. But anyway, this week, I'm just happy I get to be back and talk to you guys because this really is a therapy session to me. And I haven't been to therapy in like months, which I used to be in therapy for years and years and years. So anyways, this is not my therapy. In today's episode, we're going to be rating my risky behaviors. And let me tell you, as a Sagittarius, as a cusp baby, Sagittarius and Scorpio. I don't really associate with that, but whatever. Everyone says I'm a cuss baby. There have been some very risky behaviors. Before we get into that, though, little update on the move. For those of you that are new here, I am dipping out of Utah and I am moving across the country 2,312 miles to be exact to Orlando, Florida. And I feel comfortable telling you Orlando because, well, it's a big city. You're never going to be able to find me. Anyway, Updates on the move. Officially, the lease is signed and ready to go as of last night. I was so, I had an anxiety attack last night. And I'm allowed to say this because I work in the restaurant industry. Uh, Hopefully, no one finds my podcast. But I got a little too high last night. Yes, I do smoke weed. So, yeah, just going to say that here on the podcast. Long story short, um, I got really high last night. And then I... I had an anxiety attack because I was overthinking it. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I am literally moving across the country. What am I going to do? But once that wore off and I woke up this morning, I woke up excited again. So I think that was just like a temporary thing that was going on. I was a little paranoid for obvious reasons. And for that, I will be holding off the sweet. So yeah, the lease is signed. The movers are booked, although I did have movers booked previously. But Here's the hack. If you're going to move across the country, just look up movers because my initial place that I was going to do, I was going to do the pods, right? They drop off the pod, you load all your stuff, they take it and ship it. Yeah, $4,600. So I then was like, hmm, do I even have $4,600 worth of things to be shipping? I'm not entirely sure. Cutting it pretty close. So then I was like, okay, I'm not going to do it. And then I found someone who was willing to do it for $2,700 through UShip, right? Basically, it's people with trucking companies or just anyone that owns a trailer. Maybe they're going that direction. They've been on your project, whatever it is, could be moving anything. Mine was moving like a one bedroom. And then they will come and like load your stuff and take it. So then I was doing that. It was like $2,700, so a lot cheaper than the $4,600 pod. But then it just kind of ended up being a hassle because they're trying to book jobs at the same time to make it worth it to them, which makes sense. But then it was getting to a point where I would have to go a month without all my stuff. And that was just like a little bit too long for me. So I did end up canceling them and I found a completely separate moving company, y'all for two grand. We went from $4,600 to $2,000. 
Thank you. So that is what I'll be doing. I just paid the deposit for them. Just barely. And a lot of the places, they'll do like three forms of payment. So we have a conditional deposit, which is the percentage. And then you pay the other two payments, like half of it when they get there to load your stuff and then half of it when they drop off. So, and you're insured. It's great. So I'm kind of happy that we're going with that. And what I'm really excited about is speaking of my lease being signed, two bedroom, got a two bedroom. So guess what? I can no longer look ugly on my podcast because I will be recording them because your girl's going to have a podcast studio. She's Intimidating is getting a studio. You heard it first on She's Intimidating. Ironic, I know. I'm getting a studio and I'm so excited. I'm going to be posting the whole creating part of it. I might even make a YouTube video on it. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, I'm going to get like cute little wallpaper, some chairs. I'm going to get some video cameras. I'm going to get a soundboard. I'm really, really excited. So that's the game plan. She's Intimidating is getting a studio. Maybe I'll even get a neon sign that says she's intimidating. Costs hundreds of dollars, but could be low-key vibe. And I told my parents. Do you guys want to know how that goes? Yeah, you do. So... (laughs) They just found out after everything was done. I told my mom today. She was actually really supportive. She's like, you've always wanted to get out of Utah. This isn't your place. I'm proud of you. It's going to be hard. Go do your thing. My dad, on the other hand, wasn't too happy about that. He said, thanks for telling me you're moving to Florida and then proceeded to like kind of lecture me. But at the end of the day, he doesn't really have a say. So yeah, I'm moving 2,312 miles to Florida and that's how it's going so far. I have a lot of things to do. The movers are going to come and get all of this stuff on like the 10th of August. So I have a little under a month and I guess I'll be air mattressing it up until I get there on the 19th. August 19th is when we can officially move into the apartment. So that's just kind of how we're planning things. And then the lease here at my current place ends August 15th. So I'm giving myself like five days to scurry on over to Florida. And yes, we will be driving. Mr. Hayes will be in the car with me which he does pretty good on road trips. As for 40-hour road trips, I'm not entirely sure, but we're about to find out. I'll just have to get out and play ball with him a lot. So like I said, on this week's episode, we're going to rate my risky behaviors. The good news is I'm still here alive to talk to you about them. The bad news is these are some really, really, really risky behaviors. So first up, Let's talk about my old college days. Actually, a lot of these are really college days. So for my 24th birthday, if you know, you know, I hopped on a yacht with a bunch of Argentinians, Argentine, however you say that, Argentinos, like I don't know the proper term for it, but I'm going to rate that one a 12 out of 10 because here's how it happened. And I recommend this to any single girl traveling. Download Tinder. And make sure that thing is set to go before you land somewhere. I was going to Florida by myself. I was meeting up with a friend and her family later. So anyways, I forgot that I Tinder downloaded, but it makes sense. I was single. So I didn't do this on purpose, but this is what you need to do. Have Tinder downloaded, ready to go. I get off the plane in Florida. I'm by myself. My phone's blowing up from people DMing me. I see a nice little DM. It's from a guy and he said, me and my friends are going on a yacht around the Keys. Do you want to come with? And to that I said... Absolutely. Actually, no, I went and like did a deep dive on all their Instagrams. And the guy that messaged me had like posted with all these friends he was with. So I went and like looked at every single person that I could find and 
after I did a bunch of research, I was like, okay, like these people are safe. They're posting golfing pictures with their dads and like, happy Father's Day, happy Mother's Day. And I get that's not like a good enough indication, but it was good enough for me. So I agreed to do it. I took all of my belongings, my suitcase, my backpack with my computer, like anything that I had with me and left it in one of their apartments in the Trump Towers in Miami, Florida, overlooked the ocean, had two separate balconies on either side of the apartment. Yeah, uh, living goals. Anyways, it was really risky. 12 out of 10 could have been one out of 10 because they could have easily just pushed me right over that yacht and uh, no one would know. Nobody at all, but I survived to tell the story and I would absolutely be doing that again. If the opportunity ever presents itself and maybe it will because I'm moving to Florida, sign me up. Okay, you can slide into my DMs, invite me on your yacht trip because I'm down. Next one. Oh, I'm so ashamed of this one, but that's okay. Drinking before my final. (laughs) I mentioned this on my podcast with Josie. So long story short, I was partying the night before my finals. Why? I have no idea. Some guy made me upset and he threw a party and we were talking and I wanted to go. So I went. Long story short, I stopped drinking at like 6 a.m., was completely hungover, went and took this final at 8 a.m., got a 97%. My choices, I'm going to rate a 2 out of 10, but like I did get a 97% on the finals, like overall 5 out of 10. Kind of fun. Here's a risky behavior that I participated in right before me and my boyfriend started dating. During the day this happened and at night, I went on my first official date with my boyfriend. So I was getting my oil changed and my favorite boba place is half a mile down the road. So like, obviously I was going to go get some boba. Why would I not? This guy pulls over on the side of the road. Actually, he flips around and he comes and he's like, hey, listen, I don't usually do this, but I think you're beautiful. Do you want to go get coffee with me right now? And I'm like, this is kind of risky because then I have to get in the car with you because my car's in the shop and I don't have my pepper spray with me. And he's like, easy fix. You can hold my pepper spray. And I'm like, okay, makes sense. And I just got street tacos off the side of the road because I passed a taco stand. So I get in his car, holding his pepper spray with one hand, eating my tacos with the other. We go get coffee. And then, and this could have ended up a 10 out of 10 if we ended up dating or something, but obviously we didn't. We're sitting there over coffee and he proceeds to tell me about his wife and his two kids. But don't worry because they're getting divorced is what he says. How much do you want to bet those two are still together? Besides the point. Anyway, I'm going to rate that one a three out of 10 because he was married. Once again, not my fault and kind of a dick, but like not my fault. I didn't know. I just took a chance and an opportunity and I'm proud of myself for that one. But like married dude, come on. Mm -hmm. Okay, this one I'm going to rate a 10 out of 10 and I'm going to tell you the rating before I tell you. I got on a high speed chase with a drunk driver because the cops told me to. I'm not even kidding you. Real story. Me and my friend, I worked at Texas Roadhouse at the time, got off work. We usually like to go get sushi at this place down in Provo when I lived in Utah County. So we go and get a sushi and we're coming back to my apartment and we are turning left at a light and we're just waiting. We don't have the right of way, right? Like yield on a green. You got to wait till all the cars are gone and then you can make your left turn. So that's what we were doing. Then this car decides to um, almost hit us head on. So it starts coming and I'm realizing, oh my God, they're going to hit us. They are not really slamming on their brakes. They're going to hit us head on. I don't even know what to do. So we're sitting there freaking out, frozen, just frozen. I wasn't driving my car. He was. And 
I'm not even kidding you. They finally break and the car comes to a halt a foot before hitting us head on. And then the car proceeds to turn left the other direction than we are turning and goes over a median. There's like sparks flying because their bottom of their car is scraping on the concrete. Then they swerve over, hit cars to the side, then to the other side of the road are hitting cars. And they're probably going like 40 miles an hour in a 25 mile per hour zone, which like isn't horrible, but they're all over the road. So we start to follow them, call 911, and the 911 operator is like, okay, there are police in your area, read me signs, follow this car. And then it got to a point where they turned on like State Street in Orem, I guess, Orem State Street. I don't know the exact road, maybe like 400 and State Street, don't quote me on that, but if you know, you know. And we're getting on State Street, which that, like the miles per hour or whatever, the speed limit, I think is like 30 or 35. We were going 80. We were going 80 chasing this car. And I'm like, how is there no lights going red? Like, how is there no cars on the road? It was kind of like past midnight, so understandable. So the operator's like, chase the car. There's going to be cop cars behind you. And they're going to pull both of you over. And we thought that there was dead ass a kid in the car with them turned out to be a dog still not okay but like obviously way worse if it was a child still pretty bad that it was a dog anyways the police pull over both of us and then they get our statements they're talking to us i'm kind of like freaking out because like yes i was a little stony baloney but besides the point they had bigger fish to fry than my ass getting stoned and going to eat sushi plus i wasn't driving and they didn't really know Anyways, I guess that lady blew like a over a two or something is what the officer was telling us on the breathalyzer. In Utah, you can't blow above a 0.05. So homegirl went to jail, didn't look good for her. Oh, and also she hit a curb at one point and popped her driver's side tire and then the rear tire of the driver's side, both the tires, and was still continuing to go like 80 miles an hour. It was wild. That one was kind of fun. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. No one got hurt, which is good. There were some damages in the process with the cars and stuff. But a high-speed chase because the cops told me to? Yeah. Uh, Do they want to hire me for all these high-speed chases? Because that was that was fun. That was fun. And so, yeah. And I still have, like, Snapchat stories. If you need me to prove it, I'll prove it. It was, it was really kind of epic. Great story between me and my guy friend. Okay. Here's my next one. (laughs) This one is me checking myself into a mental hospital. Uh, I'm going to give that one a 7 out of 10. And here's why. So October of 2019, your girl's depressed. She'd gotten out of a relationship a few months prior. Life was falling apart. Things weren't looking great for me. And I could no longer help myself. So I decided that I needed some help from doctors. So I went to behavioral health unit inside the nice little Utah Valley Intermountain Hospital. Anyways, you're supposed to be there for 72 hours to a maximum of 10 days. I got out in 48 hours because I'm a finesser, which was not supposed to happen, but I overheard them talking about how they were short on beds. And I was like, doc, I wanted to end all things before I got in here. Now I don't want to. So let's kick me out of here and let me get a jump start in life. What do you say? And he agreed. Why? I have no idea. I definitely was probably the least sick person in there. I probably shouldn't share this, but I'm going to because I have no idea what her name is. But they make you journal a lot. And I was walking by this girl who's journaling. I don't know how I 
caught this much of a glimpse of what was on her journal, but I did. And in her journal, she was like talking about how she has not stopped crying in like over 700 days. Literally over two years, she's cried every single day. So here's the thing. This is why I give it a seven out of 10. Honestly, I went in there thinking that all my problems were horrible and it's the end of the world for me. And like, I didn't want to live just to realize I had the least amount of problems than anyone in there. Sub to flex. No, I'm just kidding. But my problems weren't as big as I thought they were. And so that's why I think it's really good for me to go there. It was also great because no phone, no outside world. It's just medicine, doctors, and trying to get you healthy. It was strange at first, but like I really got to talk to people, go to a lot of therapy, understand people's stories and why they were there. And it just made me realize that my problems weren't as big as I thought they were. So if you ever want to check yourself into a mental hospital, I do, I do kind of recommend it, Loki, if your problems are bad enough. You have to go in there to deal with your problems, though, not escape them. So if you're like, the outside world's not fun for me, so I'm just going to go in here, not a good idea because you are facing your problems head on. And I do feel like the mental hospital did make me face my problems head on and also probably a huge reason why I have this podcast. So here we are. That was great. Next in line, we have quitting my job and choosing to not utilize my degree. This one gets a whopping 10 out of 10 because here's the thing. I've said this on the podcast before. Somebody asked me at my current job about my old one, right? I used to work at a lab. I have a biology degree that I got from Dixie State. And like, I also wouldn't be able to talk about like smoking weed and doing stuff on the podcast if I was like still in the medical field. So I also love that I can just talk about whatever I want because nobody's coming after me. Anyway, someone had asked me if I missed my old job like months after I left, maybe like five months after I left. And then I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, I didn't even think about it. I haven't even thought about my job once since I left, which is how I know it was the best move for me. I also had dreams to leave Utah. It's never really been my thing. It's never been the place that I fit in. I've always known that. I've always wanted to leave. And probably a year ago when I wanted to leave, my job was holding me back. I was like, I have a good job and I'm in a lease. It was really my job because my lease was coming to an end. So I decided that I was going to move in with my best friend and I was going to sign another year lease and then I was going to dip out of Utah when it made more sense to me. So I left my job in December and that's like a 10 out of 10. I always think that if you're kind of like considering leaving your job or like you're looking outside of what you're currently in, you're doing it for a reason. So I have no regrets with that. Definitely a 10 out of 10. I still don't know what's next. I don't have like a full-blown career yet. Like you guys know, I'm pretty transparent about this podcast. This is all paying for like out of my own pocket. I have so much fun. I would love to like make money from this someday and I'm doing my very best, but, and I definitely think that I can, but I also don't think I would be able to do this if I did not quit my job and choose not to utilize my degree. So 10 out of 10 on that one last but not least, moving across the country. This is hard because I haven't done it yet and the process is not fun. It's a lot more work than I thought it would be. But as you start to check things off your list, it becomes less and less stressful. I think it's going to be like a nine out of 10 because every single person that I've talked to that has moved out of their hometown or moved out of their state has not regretted it. They always say it's the best decision they could have made for themselves. So I think it's going to be one of the best decisions I've made for myself. 
Now, I know it's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows. I'm going to have really hard times, really lonely times. I don't know anyone there. So that'll be fun. I am moving with my boyfriend. I don't know if I ever like admitted that. But yes, me and my boyfriend are going. So it's just going to be us. So it's really going to test our relationship. But I think we will be just fine. So yeah, I really think it's going to be great for me. I'm so, so excited. I'm sorry if you're not here for the moving content. But there's going to be a lot of that because that is taking up just like such a big chunk of my life right now. So anyways, those are my risky behaviors. Trust me, there's a lot more, like actually a ton more than that. But those are just like the ones that I thought of that were pretty risky. And here's the thing. How sad of me, right? Honestly, like all of those things, like hopping on a yacht, people I didn't know, pretty sad of me. Getting in a high-speed chase, pretty sad of me. Going on a date with a guy that just pulled over, pretty sad of me. Quitting my job and not looking back, pretty sad of me. Moving across the country, also pretty sad of me. Lots of Sagittarius traits we got going on here. Lots of like fire. Anyways, I think that's really all I have to say this week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, following me along. It has been so much fun. Like as much work as the LA podcasts were, it was a learning curve. It was so much fun. I can't wait to get out there and continue to do this stuff. I can't wait to design like a studio for my podcast. I've never even thought that I would be able to have that. And now that I can, I'm getting really, really excited for what's next and what big projects are next because I had literally just finished all the LA editing, everything. So that whole project is completely done. Although I do still have Sam's episode to post, but I can't post that till August. That being said, everything for that is already done and ready to go. I just have to hit post. So now I just need to find a new project and I guess moving in my studio will be that new project for that. I think I'm going to dabble more into the YouTube side of things. I have been putting my LA podcasts on YouTube. So if you want to go subscribe to that, you totally can. She's intimidating. I would absolutely appreciate it. But I do think I'm going to add like lifestyle stuff into that. As of right now, I've just been posting podcast episodes, but the YouTube does exist. So go follow and I'm sure I will have lots of updates for you on there. But my main source of communication will always be the podcast. Like this is my baby. This is just where everything will be. And anyway, you can follow the Instagram at she's intimidating. My personal Instagram, Jess with three S's dot Ariel spelled A-R-I-E-L-L-E. That is all I have to say this week. Cannot wait to chat next week. And yeah, that's it. Have a good day. And I hope everyone had the best 4th of July, even though this isn't coming out till the week after. But I hope everyone was safe. And that's really all I have to say this week. Thank you. Goodbye.